Good morning, church family. Hope everybody's doing well today. Good morning. A couple of quick announcements. Uh, first and foremost, just a reminder, we have our Recognition Sunday coming up, which I believe is it's also Memorial Sunday. And this is to recognize all of the graduates, whether they're graduating high school, college, preschool, trade school, uh, any of anything that they're graduating. So if you have a graduate that you would like recognize, we do have the forms. They look like this. And they are on the table as you enter the gym. Uh, one of the things that we do ask if you could provide a digital photo of the graduate and send that to either Linda Strickland or Dottie, that would help a lot compared to a, an actual physical photo. So a digital photo would be great. That's perfect. Also, Martha did let me know this morning that she made copies of Louise, her address, her son's address, where she's staying at, and also her phone number, and she put that contact information on all of the tables in the gym. Uh, so if you would like to reach out to her, whether you want to send her a card, give her a call, just to check in on her and give her, give her our well wishes, you know, make sure you grab one of those as, as well. Um, before Sandy comes up, do, do we have any other announcements? Yes, Sheila. Um, just two quick announcements. We do have a coat out in the narthex that's been hanging there for a couple weeks. It's a black, uh, extra large, so check that out. Also, um, if you'll notice in the bulletin, we have an out of the darkness Ann Arbor walk. Um, Robin and I are going to be doing a suicide prevention walk in Ann Arbor, um, and I know there's been some interest from other uh, members of the church. We will stay after worship service if anybody wants to sign up. Robin has created a team so we could all walk together, but it's uh, suicide awareness or suicide prevention awareness. Um, most of you know that I've been taking pictures of events here at the church. And um, Dottie has graciously come up with a release form that I'm going to email out next week. And I need everybody to um, fill it out. I will also have some hard copies printed. Um, it'll be, if you have kids, there's space to put all your kids on one place. But for those photos to be taken, we really need to have your permission to do that. So I need you to mark whether or not, everybody needs to fill out the form and there's a place to mark whether you want to have your picture taken or not. And if you do, then you need to list all your kids or anybody in your family so that we have that on record. Thank you. Are there any other announcements? Linda? Haven classes, we kind of skipped over that, um, coming up on uh, May 9th at 10.30 and May 23rd at 10.30. If you took Safe Haven classes before with me and you did not turn in your paperwork or get a background check, that does not mean that you're Safe Haven trained to that paperwork gets in. Uh, there was a few that didn't turn it in, that's okay. Um, if you chose not to, that's fine. But if you still want to be and you went to the class and you didn't turn your paperwork in, it still can come back to me. But those are the two classes that are coming up. 
This class is to ensure the safety of our children when we're having outings, when we're doing Sunday school, anything we do with the children. So, thank you. You uh, just have to come to one. It's about an hour long, and uh, but I set up two days so that there could be uh, a different day for it. Thank you, Linda. And just as a reminder, there are a lot of other announcements. Make sure you're checking your bulletin for the rest of the announcements as well. And come for coffee because announcements are on display on an extremely lovely large screen in the gym while we're having coffee and goodies. So um, uh, please, please take time to do that. And occasionally, okay, occasionally, some of the, the photos that Luann has taken are also up on that screen, okay? And, you know, if she took your, your, your picture and you didn't break the camera, um, your picture could end up there, especially if you do the paperwork. And remember, the job isn't finished till the paperwork is done. Oh, come on. That's supposed to bring a really vivid image of a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> Maybe we should start having coffee hour before church. There is, at 9.30. There, there is, yes, yes. <laughs> Y'all right. come. So, moving along here. Can I bring Sandy up, please? Good morning, everyone. I have a special guest today. It's Jasmine and her mother, um, Melissa. They do Jasmine voice, and I'm going to be selling these at her church, our ribbons that I make every year for that. They do the iPad. So if you can, give her a good welcome. Microphone. Anywhere you want. Want to come up here? By the, yeah. Okay. Come here, Jasmine. Remember, this is a different experience. And those of you who've been up here in front, remember how different things looked? She's rather an expert, I have to say. We're in front of crowds all the time. Oh, so, good. So, but I don't want to jinx myself. So very healthy. Mia. You are very healthy. We're going to talk about all kinds of random stuff, and we're going to continue to talk even when we're back in the back and should be rather quiet because she, when she talks, I listen and I respond. So I'll apologize right now. Can you tell them what your name is? Jasmine. Jasmine Carter Archer. And how old are you? 22. She is 22 now. And what did we do yesterday? We went to a autism... Walk. Walk. Where were we? In Williamston, right? Yes. So we're wearing shirts from that. We are very honored once again, always, to be invited and welcomed back into your church. Um, Sandy's a sweetheart. I've known her for quite a while. We met her when Jacob was 
I don't even know the... the yeah, yeah. He was still a big boy, and Jasmine was very attracted. She loves boys. So she, they, they were a good... They were sat on a hammock at Sandy's porch and swang, and he was three times her size, but she didn't seem to mind. And I still think he might be at least twice her size. But um, So over the course of 12 years, Jasmine's Voice, which we created as a nonprofit to help give iPads to people who have autism and struggle with speaking, um, we've moved into 18 counties in Michigan now. We have given almost 700 iPads out with communication devices. You may see some um, boards at playgrounds that have pecs and different pictures on them. We're doing that too to try to make the entire school experience inclusive, not just in the classroom, but out on the playground, in the gymnasium, in the cafeteria. Um, but Jasmine, you had one more thing you wanted to say. So we have learned that coming to church is lovely. Can you tell our friends, what do we go to church to do? Sing with Jesus. So I hope you understood that. She uh, told me some time sing ago. Sing with Jesus. Oh, sing with Jesus. There's a repeat for you. Thank you. Told her, my husband and I, I said, Jasmine, why are we going to church? You're not opening your mouth. You're not saying the words. You're not, you know, are you, are you learning? She I'm said, learning. you're learning to sing with Jesus. And I said, I believe her. She doesn't have to move her mouth. I believe her. So, um, so we're, we're, yeah, we are very happy to be here and, and hope maybe some of you will chat with us afterwards. We brought a few brochures and a few little cards that say I have autism and what that looks like if you're not familiar with it. And because each one of our kids is unique, you might think you know everything about autism, but I'm still learning too. So. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. All right, can you say thank you? Thank you. Well, Jasmine, on behalf of the congregation, we welcome you. Thank you for coming today. We appreciate it. And now I believe it's the choir's turn. For four people singing. Good job, guys. We have a quintet. <laughs> if you could all please stand and join me in the call to worship.
Merciful Lord, you, you comfort, comfort and teach all who turn to you. you. Now increase our desire to know and to love you. Expand our understanding of your generosity toward us. Confirm our hope for the blessings of your great kingdom. Strengthen us for the journey ahead. And please remain standing for our first hymn found on page 154, All Hail the Power.
And before you sit down, please turn to one another and greet each other with a smile this morning. I apologize to, to you. Martha and I are having an exchange, okay? The song that we just sang in one flat has a version in three sharps. And I just warned her that the day will come when she will open her, uh, her order of worship and see that the version that we're singing has three sharps. And crown him, crown him, crown him, and crown him Lord of all. <laughs> you want to see me dance? <laughs> That's Roger's favorite version of that song. Uh-huh. As we go to prayer this morning, a number, a number of things. Every now, every now and then, I'm going to say something to you, okay, that I'm sure you're probably going to forget. Yes, you would, okay, because you're too much like me. Don't worry, Leslie, I'm not going to... No. I got your attention because I moved. Okay. Um, this week, okay, one of you had a friend that had a stroke. You need to know that if you recognize the signs early enough, most of the consequences of having the stroke can be reversed. Strokes have become like heart attacks. If you don't put off getting treated, a lot of the damage can be avoided. Okay. 
I'm parenting you because my fear is that you will do what I'm tempted to do. The side of your face droops. Your hands go funny. Tingle. Okay. They tingle. Or they just go numb. Yeah. You won't know it anymore. All right? Don't put it off. Give a call. Describe the symptoms to the doctor. And go to the emergency room. Okay? Don't put it off. You have the problems with the numbness down the arms. Ladies, you have the backache that's unexpected that you can't explain. Make the call. Ask the doctor's office, what do I need to do? Okay? I'm saying this as a person who tends to put stuff off, and who when I make the call, the doctor very kindly says, Mike, you know what to do. Get your behind to the emergency room. Okay? And Mike? Yes. The acronym for if you think you're having a stroke is called FAST. Go. It's facial drooping, arm weakness, speech difficulty, and the important thing is time to get in the hospital quickly to deal with it. Go. Did you hear that? Okay. Sheila's husband just had a stroke. Okay. The only symptom he had was numbness. Okay. And the reason for bringing this up is because Jim and somebody else just this last week also had a stroke. If things weren't happening, one, two, three, I wouldn't do this. Okay. Watch yourself, watch out for yourself, watch out for each other, okay, please? Okay. We have people traveling this morning. We have people with their families. Um, there are times, we all know how much fun families always are. Let, let us remember those of us who are with family this morning, okay? And, um, and, let, and, and, let us, and let us simply remember each other, okay? Think about each other. So often when we say think about each other, we forget. Okay, what we tend to do is we think, well, we should seriously pray for each other. 
Leslie, thank you you're here. Kim, thank you that you're here. Thank you you're here. Thank you you're here. Thank you you're here. Okay. Remember, re- remember that horrible experience you had when we did communion and I said forgive one another? As we pray, okay, as we pray, get yourself ready to turn to the person next to you when we're done and say thank you, you're here. Let us pray. Blessed Jesus, thank you for being here. Thank you that we're here. So much has happened this week. Some of it has been wonderful, and we can smile, laugh, and it's easy to say thank you. Other things have been much more difficult. There are times when we felt seriously alone. There are those moments when we haven't known exactly what to do. Thank you that even though we felt alone, that was a lying feeling because you never left us. Oh Lord, remind us that you are ever with us, that you hold us in your hands, that you, oh Lord, hold us tightly and we cannot slip through your fingers. Oh Lord, there's so many things going on that boggle our minds. There's so many things that we don't know for sure what we should do about them. However, oh Lord, we know you will not give us more than we can handle. Even though there are times when we wish you wouldn't trust us so much. Oh Lord, be the strength we need, be the hope we need, be the vision we need. As we go through our days doing our best for you and for your kingdom. It is for your kingdom we pray every time we join our voices together in the words you taught us to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Could we take a moment to listen to God in silence? For God will speak if we will listen.
amen. And each person turned to the person next to them and said, thank you for being here. Thank all of you for being here. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. I can say my pleasure. And if you would, please join me in a prayer for the presence of the risen Lord. Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ you, you are alive. alive. You, you are, are somehow present in this world. world. Help us find you and follow you each day. Let us find you in the places where we work, where we meet people, where we spend money and time, and where we make plans. Make us your disciples. Let us see through your eyes and hear with your ears. Help us to understand the questions you are asking us. Help us to be the answers to your questions. Let us learn basic hospitality so that we can welcome all people with your trust, truth, and love. Help us to change the things in our lives and in this world that contradict God's love. We ask for the power of the cross and in the freedom of your spirit. Amen. And please stand as we sing the Gloria. you're in the choir.
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, come on. Good morning. Good morning. Good mo- oh, thank you. Gee, you can talk. Now, I have a serious question to ask you. Did any of the big people thank you for being here? We have some yeses and we have some noes. Okay, I want you to hear this. Thank you for being here. Okay, thank you for being here. Just so glad you are here. Now, the regular question that we tend to start with is, how are you and the big people doing? We have, we have a good, we have a fine... Okay. They give they giving you too much trouble? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Sometimes they do that. And it's important to we're gonna talk about remembering. Okay. Do you remember this hat? Okay, this is this is one of my weird hats. Okay. You like that hat? You know what it says on it? Yeah. Why would I put on a hat like that? Yeah? Yeah, because Jesus loves me. Jesus loves you. Okay? Yes. Go ahead. They got it. Okay. Now, you know what else this is? What, Wally? It's it was sunny. Yes. For a few minutes it was sunny. And last night it was raining. Pure Michigan. Oh, okay. I wanted you to remember this. Not just the funny hat, okay? But that Jesus loves you. You're never alone. Life isn't always easy. Sometimes you get frustrated, sometimes you get mad. Okay. Sometimes things just don't sort out the way we want them to. Jesus loves you anyway. Always remember that. 
Always remember that. Remember you are never alone. Jesus is with you. Jesus loves you. Okay? Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us. And we ask that you would help us to show your love through us to ourselves and to each other. Oh, Lord, you give us enough love to go around and you ask us to be generous. Help us to be that way. Hear our prayer. Amen. I think we have goodies. We do. Ooh. Are those what I think they are? They're Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> well, that's okay. You got Girl Scout cookies. That's one of the good parts of it. Don't spoil things. If you are able, would you stand?
we take this moment to show our gratitude to you with more than just words. You have blessed us. We thank you. And from those blessings, we bring our gifts and we give them back to you. Oh Lord, we realize that by ourselves, we cannot make what you give us into the kingdom of God. It is only when we give back to you both ourselves and what you've given us that you can work the miracle of the kingdom. Take us, take our gifts, use all for the glory of the kingdom. Hear our prayer. Amen. Would you join me in hymn number 98, our hymn of preparation for today? Beautifully sung, you may be seated. Our scripture 
focus this morning is going to be on one verse, Matthew 10, verse 16. See, I am sending you out like sheep into the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Once again, you have homework. Okay, read the rest of the chapter. May 2023 will mark the 285th anniversary of the event that changed John Wesley's life. It was a key moment for what has become the Methodist Wesleyan movement worldwide. May 24, 1738, John Wesley went unwillingly to a prayer meeting. Some things have not changed in 285 years. <laughs> okay. At that meeting, Wesley said that for the first time, I felt my heart strangely warmed. I felt I did trust in Christ alone for salvation, and an assurance was given me that he had taken away my sins, even mine, and saved me from the law of sin and death. This was a person, all right, who was an Anglican priest. He'd gone to seminary. He'd done so well, okay, that he was invited to teach. But he had struggles deep inside. He was looking to know the love of Jesus for him. Now, you want to know what he was listening to when it happened? He was listening to someone read Martin Luther's preface to the Epistle of the Romans. Probably in German, because it was a Moravian prayer meeting. Let that one sink in. Wesley was an extraordinary believer. He was also an extraordinary thinker, Bible scholar, historian, and writer. He is best known for his preaching. Wesley didn't think we are to stop with our trust in Christ alone for salvation. He thought that such trust was to bear fruit. Wherever this salvation is really fixed in the soul, he said it will be shown by its fruit. It's not that we earn our way into the kingdom of God. Okay? Jesus came, opened the door to the kingdom. 
Y'all come. Choice is ours. We walk through the door. So what? My wife and I try to, to grow avocado plants. You ever try to do that? Ugh. You go through the steps, okay? You mount it on top of a drinking glass with part of it in water. You wait for a, a root to start. And then in our case, the root dries up. It's in water, Kim. It's in water. All right? Nothing happens. That's not the way we're supposed to be as people of faith. That fruit has to show the love Christ has for us by living love with those around us. Again, bearing fruit doesn't earn us salvation. Our salvation shows itself to the world by how we live and what we do. It shows itself in how we treat ourselves and each other. Wesley was methodical. Some people would say he was obsessive-compulsive. Okay? He was especially methodical about living the Christian life. Hopefully everybody got a copy of um, the general rules, okay? He and his brother Charles developed the general rules for the Methodist society. Anyone who wanted to flee the wrath to come and be freed from their sins was welcome to attend what they called class meetings. Want to be clear, the Wesleys did not plan to start a new church. Okay? What they wanted was for people to go to the church that was already there, which meant the Anglican church. All right? You read the general rules, amongst the things it says is, you will attend upon the sacrament and the exhortation of God's holy word. That was checked Wednesday of every week. What did you do on Sunday? Hmm. What did you do on Sunday? Now, the general rules were provided as weekly discipline to be practiced by those who wish to continue to attend the meetings. Okay? One of the things that was typical of the early class meetings was if you didn't abide by the general rules, you were invited to not attend anymore. Ouch. The Wesleys did not plan 
to compete with the Church of England or any other church. Theirs was a back to church and be serious about your Christian faith movement. The three general rules, the United Methodist Church accepts them. Mostly we never learn them or we forget them. Wesley said, it's therefore expected of all who continue therein, that is, in the Methodist societies, that they should continue to evidence their desire for salvation. First, by doing no harm, by avoiding evil of every kind, especially that which is most generally practiced. Secondly, by doing good, by being in every kind merciful after their power, as they have opportunity, doing good of every possible sort and as far as possible to all. Thank you for bearing witness this morning of including certain people in loving and caring. I have a young friend who has benefited. Thank you. Third, by attending upon all the ordinances of God. All right? And you cover three of them by going to church on Sunday. Hmm. Why am I preaching this to you? You're here. Now, Wesley said the general rules of our society, all of which we are taught by God to observe, even in his written word, which is the only rule, the sufficient rule, both of our faith and practice. And all these we know his spirit writes on truly awakened hearts. It ain't a head trip. There, there, are, there are times when, when I sit with people who, who mostly we think are afflicted with autism and I wonder what they see and I wonder what they hear and I wonder how they feel because my guess is it's so much more than the rest of us experience. Examples of the first rule, taking the name of God in vain. Okay, historically this has been translated as thou shalt not swear. Profaning the day of the Lord either by doing ordinary work therein or buying or selling. I will probably go to supper tonight, so I broke that one. Drunkenness, buying or selling spiritous liquors. We had a pretty good conversation about this this morning, okay, what that means and the repercussions of that, that particular teaching. Notice this was in the middle of the 1700s, no slaveholding, buying or selling slaves, buying or selling people. Fighting, quarreling, brawling, brother, going to law with brother, 
returning evil for evil or railing for railing, the use of many words in buying or selling. Ouch. Right, smile, Bill. (laughs) The buying or selling of goods that have not paid the tax. Giving or taking things on unlawful interest. Uncharitable or unprofitable conversation, particularly speaking of magistrates or of ministers. That has nothing to do with church people. That has to do with politicians. Okay, ministers were elected officials of civil government. Doing to others as we would not, they should do unto us. Doing what we know is not for the glory of God, as the putting on of gold and costly apparel. I almost got myself into serious trouble once. Okay? Because I was part of, I was part of a church, Bill, that you are altogether too familiar with that had trouble with the woman pastor who followed you. And the people that had the most trouble were women. And I was so upset. They said, we're conservative. Women should not be allowed to preach. And I said, you want to go back to the good old days? It was a good thing my wife talked me out of it. Okay, because I was going to use blank newsprint and I was going to divide the sanctuary in half and the women were going to stay behind the newsprint. And I was going to have a a person that I was going to appoint sexton with a box. Okay? And each of the ladies would be greeted with put your jewelry in here. Thank you for your gift to the glory of God. I didn't do it, Bill. But I was tempted. I was that close. You say we want to go back to the good old days? I don't think so. Anyway, the taking of such diversions as cannot be used in the name of the Lord Jesus, the singing those songs or reading those books which do not tend to the knowledge of the love of God, softness or needless self-indulgence, laying up treasure upon earth, borrowing without the probability of paying or taking up goods without the probability of paying for them. Oh, wow. Should we repeal our economy? It is expected of all who continue in these societies that they should continue to evidence their desire of salvation. It was by doing and not doing these things. Wesley worked out 
what bearing fruit as a Christian meant for himself and for the people of his day. And it's a good list. It doesn't cover everything. It covers what Wesley thought were the most important things. It was Wesley's effort to do what the apostle told the Philippians to do. Paul wrote, my dear friends, you always obeyed when I was with you. Now that I am away, you should obey even more. So work with fear and trembling to discover what it really means for you to be saved. We most often talk about being saved from the devil. Mostly, we need to be saved from ourselves. Okay? Mostly, we need to be saved from ourselves. The general rules are good ethics. They are good Christian ethics. The question for us is, how are we going to apply the general rules to our own lives today? What specifically will we do to bear the fruit of salvation in the 21st century? What will our list of evils generally practiced in the 21st century look like? Will it be some of the items of Wesley's list on it? Or have we in our 21st century culture, families, or personal lives managed to create new evils that we need to put on a list. When we follow Jesus, we take on a mission. His mission is to rescue humanity and creation from destroying itself. On this mission, we are like sheep among wolves. Jesus doesn't pull any punches about it. Jesus tells us to be shrewd. That's about self-preservation. We have to figure out how to live and stay alive as Christians in the world that is killing itself. Let's not, let, 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 let's not fool ourselves. We human beings have the world by the throat, and we're squeezing the life out of it. Jesus tells us to be harmless, innocent like doves. We are to live the way the world can be. God's will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. We are not to become wolves. It's a paradox, but it's the way that the kingdom is. I have my screwy hat. It's got a couple of rubber frogs and a bunny in it. I got my cheap sunglasses. Thank you. Thank you. I got $30 in my pocket. You need to understand, I'm on a mission from God. Amen? Thank you. Our closing hymn for this morning is 
364. If you're able, would you stand?
please join me in our benediction. Loving God, God, guide us us in our our days. days. Help Help each of us to know and embrace you. Let us know and be who we really are. Move us to share with others the good you've given us. Make all of us one in your everlasting love. Amen. Amen. Amen.